Next on a special MLR Weekly, Major League Rugby's championship is just hours away and we have everything you need, including New England star hooker Andrew Quatrin, opinion and predictions with Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, MLR updates with Rugby Mornings, John Fitzpatrick, and the best recap in rugby. Rugby wrap-ups MLR Weekly brought to you by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig & Whistle, New York City, the world's best rugby pub, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Presented by Rugby Wrap-Up, Matt McCarthy in a sweltering Hell's Kitchen in New York City. Thank you for joining us. We don't think you'll be disappointed ahead of this MLR Championship Saturday. We've got New England star hooker Andrew Quatrin, Brian Ray of America's Rugby News with previews and predictions. We've got the best recap in rugby. But before we do any of that, we have our recurring segment, Rugby Mornings Coffee Break with MLR Headline Slash News with Mr. John Fitzpatrick. John, welcome back to the program. How are you? What do you got? Hey, Matt, what an exciting weekend in Major League Rugby for the third straight season. MLR will crown a first-time champion. Representing the Eastern Conference will be the New England Free Jacks who won their first playoff game in franchise history after knocking off Old Glory DC. Matt, you were at the game. What was the atmosphere like? The atmosphere was awesome. For me, going up there, it's like going to a field of dreams for a baseball fan. It's Quincy. They do it all right. The Fan Fest is tremendous. A great band prior while everybody's tailgating and everything else. Their prices on beer are cheaper than the local pub, so everybody goes there for the pregame rather than to a pub and they've got entertainment. I think the, the, my, the beers were $5 and then 71 cent tax. 5.71. So you know what that makes a big shot like me do? By a round or two, for God's sakes. Right? I can live large, live large. Anyway, great atmosphere, absolutely great. Uh, if we had 12 or 13 of those, we'd be dynamite. Next! So New England Free Jacks, they'll move on to the MLR Championship Final, but for Old Glory DC, their offseason starts now, and it starts with the head coach search. After weeks ago, they announced that head coach Josh Sims was going to depart to take a job in the URC, but Matt, speculation is that Old Glory DC has already picked out their next head coach and that he will be coming from the URC as well. What do you think of that, Matt? I think that, uh, you know, it's not completely vetted 100%, but I think you're on the right trail, the right track. And I think they have a, a segment, uh, an announcement come forthcoming. That's easy for me to say. Next! Out west, the San Diego Legion have returned to the MLR finals for the first time since 2019. Powered by the 41-year-old foot of Mananu. Drop goals, 50-22s. Matt, what can you say about Ma? Well, you know, he's a, he's one of the best all-time players to ever play the game, and it's, not, it's incumbent on people like the two of us to make Americans understand who these superstars are when they come over here. And he is, you know, he's right up there with any big-time NFL running back slash outside linebacker, right? So kudos to him. He's turned back father time, and he's giving a lot of invaluable exposure to players. In fact, I spoke with Washington's John Rizzo, a.k.a. The Chomper, 
uh, about getting run over by Ma'ananu. And I said to him and I said to his dad, Jay Fishhook Rizzo, uh, the Chicago rugby legend, I said to both of them, you know, you've got a memory for the rest of your lifetime. It's like letting up a home run to Ruth. It's it's awesome. And he was like, yeah, you know what? But what an experience. And this is what all they're, they're all getting. Next. Yeah, talk about an experience. We're going to have an electrifying MLR championship final, San Diego versus New England. Matt, New England has an extra day of rest and maybe a little bit of a shorter flight, but San Diego beat New England earlier in the season in week two. So, Matt, who's the favorite to win it all? Apples and oranges between uh, the, the two teams in the beginning of the season, right? The, the importance of winning streaks, it doesn't really matter. Last year when they got knocked off by New York, uh, and they're much more savvy going into this final, whereas San Diego just keeps firing on all cylinders. So this is the matchup that the NFL would be drooling over. New England versus Southern California, right? San Diego, New England, and we have that here. And we have all the instant subplots that go along with that. East versus West, uh, the, the West Coast offense versus the East Coast defense, all that stuff, right? Smash mouth rugby, wide open, wide open rugby, spin it rugby. This is a perfect game for the MLR championship. Prediction. New England by five. You stole my prediction. Actually, no, not to toot my own horn, but at the beginning of the MLR season, I predicted that the New England Free Jacks would beat the San Diego Legion in the MLR final. I'm not saying I'm Nostradamus, but maybe I'm right about this one. We'll see. All right, this has nothing to do with... Tom Kindly, the GM of New England, showing me such unbelievable hospitality. Nothing to do with it whatsoever, folks. Next! Matt, that's all I got. For those who don't know, you can watch the MLR final on Fox Network. Primetime, baby. Big Fox, right? Big Fox. Big Fox. Big Fox primetime. You can't ask for more. And it looks like we'll be doing three hours of live programming prior to that that you can watch on the rugbynetwork.com. And perhaps YouTube working out details now, but you got to tune into that. That's going to be fun, good stuff. Just make sure you pack some sunscreen, Matt, please. I'm going to be wearing a hat. I will be wearing a hat because I can't sit out in the sun with my bald head. Thank you, John Fitzpatrick, and uh, happy Independence Day week to you and yours and everybody else out there. And on that note, we, uh, we're going to let John go. Uh, he looks like he's having some fun. And before we look forward, we're going to look back at what we just saw with rugby's best recap now with yours truly. Outside Boston in Quincy, Massachusetts, lies what is arguably the best atmosphere and environment in Major League Rugby. The Free Jacks and Old Glory threw the red, white, and blue around for 80 minutes of Apollo Creed versus Rocky Balboa action. And it was the more polished New England Free Jacks that proved to be too much for a game but overmatched Old Glory DC team. The hometown fans were treated not just to great rugby on the pitch, but also great entertainment before and after as their Free Jacks booked their ticket to the championship in Chicago New England, 25, Old Glory, D.C., 7. In the Pacific Northwest, Seawolves Nation was holding their collective breath slash breaths 
as their Seattle Seawolves swam south along the coast to Southern California and a date with Destiny versus the San Diego Legion. Head coach Danny Lee of San Diego likely wasn't expecting 17 tackles from his scrum half, Richard Judd, nor was he expecting 80 scintillating minutes from Mana Nanu, which included an as Bob Jeruncle drop goal to go with some highest level strategic kicking from the turn back the clock All Blacks legend. It was the first 20 minutes of ferocious physical action that saw the Seawolves trailing and ultimately tiring against the vaunted Legion attack. With their cohorts cohorting, the home team won in impressive fashion 32 to 10 and will face New England in the final. <sighs> Let's take a break. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. You need your cleats? You need them tomorrow? If you order today by 3 p.m. New York time or noon L.A. time, they can have them to you tomorrow. Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub. The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. Chicago, here we come! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. And we're back with a man that just got back from playing in the Rugby League One in Japan. He's... But, but guys, I told you we didn't get Walker. What are you doing? It's Quatrin. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. I, I, this is so embarrassing. I hate when they do they, these interns. You know how it is. Andrew yeah. Quatrin. Hey, well, you get the name right, so that's something. I, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. <laughs> well, that was going to be one of my next questions. I was going to ask you how many people call you Quatrain? Um, maybe only one in the organization, but that, that's just a misspell, unfortunately. And how, many call, you, how many call you Quatrill? None, zero, just Matt McCarthy. I wish my last name was Walker, though. That would be awesome. I'd be, I'd be stud. All right, you have a good sense of humor. That's the only reason I did that. I pulled that off because you could squash <laughs> my head like a grape if you wanted to. Before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who this man is, this is the hooker for the New England Free Jacks, the Western Conference champion New England Free Jacks on their way to the final in Chicago versus San Diego. Andrew Quatrin, who plays for Team Canada. And was previously with the Toronto Arrows and a sort of a cup of coffee with the Utah Warriors. Right? Eastern Conference, eh? We're, pl we're playing the Western oh, Conference. Oh, Eastern Conference, I gotta, yeah. I got to keep uh, you on your toes here. Teleprompter thing here. It's a big, big news in Times Square I can see in the background. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, Mr. McCarthy, thanks for having me. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing. You're awesome. You do a great job. So, uh, no, it's great. It's great to be on here again. Oh, you can come on every week if you talk like that. All right, I got a quick question for you. Uh, your first cap came against the USA. Oh, good. Right. Boom. You got it right. I, I would expect you would know that one, right? Yeah. All yeah. right. And uh, Rugby World Cup Japan, great experience. Yeah, may amazing. Super fortunate to be there. It was playing against obviously amazing teams. Um, it, I didn't play against Italy, but the All Blacks in South Africa just especially being like my first in my first five caps that would have been it was crazy. Wow. Like, 
I was super lucky, super fortunate. I have so many memories from being there. What an amazing country. Um, but yeah, no, and the team was amazing. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. And your, you guys, Team Canada, did some great stuff helping clean up. And I don't want anyone to ever forget that. That kudos to you guys. Yeah, and Kamaichi, there was a, that was spearheaded by the leadership group at the time, and and boys were willing to tag along. So that's um, that's awesome. Which is it was great. It was it was because we had a lot of family come up to see what like to see the game, and you know we were luckily in a in like a hotel I, th- I think with some elevation and, and they were showing us pictures in town because they were staying in town and it was like you, you would see pictures of a flood but it's like wow that's that's 10 15 minutes away and it's like under under a bit of water there so Jeez. um yeah it was uh an experience but i'm glad that everyone was okay and it was yeah that kind of community service stuff kind of segues to the fact that last year you won the marcus calloway community award marcus of course the atlanta owner that passed away great guy i'm super fortunate to be alongside a bunch of guys and obviously some very good nominees going into the uh to the final so it'll be exciting to see who who wins but the, all all four of those guys going into this year's final are, are just do um amazing stuff so no i was, I was very fortunate and, and humbled winning that um he was a great man Paul Sheehy is one of the co-owners of Old Glory DC. You just ousted his team, him and Chris Dunlavey, the key, the, the majority owners. Um, I drive a Sheehy Auto Stores car, so this is going to be him exacting his revenge via this Sheehy Auto Stores pop quiz of you, sir. All right, you ready? Amazing. Let's go. All right, Gretzky, Messier, Lemieux. Uh, I like Mario Lemieux. Over Gretzky and Mess? I think, well, Gretzky. Next question. Who's your favorite NHL team? Oh, (laughs) Columbus Blue Jackets. What? (laughs) Rick Nash and, yeah, Rick Nash. For five years. I know, Rick. Hey, just since since expansion, I like one of the kids at the hockey rinks and you're getting stickers and I got the sticker and I love the logo with the little B on it. Like it was a little bug. Rick Nash, John Tortorella, right? Both, uh, both. Spent time in New York hockey. I'm familiar with both. Yeah. Nash was a bust here in New York. Yeah, but um, and Torts, uh, Torts wanted to tear the heads off the the reporters after every every game. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But okay, all right. So that's going to segue to the next question. Your teammate Ben Lesage, fellow Canadian Team Canada player, is a Calgary's fan, a Calgary's Flame fan. How does that hinder the relationship? He, I'm quite. It's quite impressive. I grew up watching a lot of hockey with my dad. Um, He's just a hockey coach and stuff, so we were always in there. And, and I, he's a big, big Habs fan. I've kind of fallen away from the game, I think, which is sad. Like I won't, like I'll watch. Folks, Le Habitant is the Canadian pr- pr- uh, pronunciation or the way you say the Canadians. So he's talking <laughs> about the Canadians. Yeah. So Ben's quite an avid like watcher. He'll be watching a game, obviously, in the it's West Coast time, but. Um, so there really isn't much conflict. He's he's been going to some Bruins games. He likes he likes the Bruins, but he's obviously a diehard Flames fan. Um, so there isn't really any conflict. The, is this this is? Are you sure about this? Because this is libelous. If you're telling me that a Calgary Flames fan is now a Boston Bruins fan, well, it would be like it would be second, right? If there's got to be an East Coast team to go, he would be going for the for the all Bruins. Right. Sure. I don't understand. You guys are all I, you, this generation just confuses me every day. <laughs> I am a tortured New York Mets fan, a tortured, you know, oh. I'm a Giants fan. I'm a Rangers fan. I'm a Knicks fan. And that's it. There's no other 
I love There's I no do. Love. Yeah, you're right. Um, we do kind of. I've been floating around. I like the Bruins, but at least you said you lost me at Blue Jackets. I'm yeah, just, I usually right. do. I, at least I'm honest, right? No bag, bandwagon to jump on. I'm honest. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Let's continue. If you aren't a professional <laughs> rugby player, what professional sport would you want to be a pro in? Baseball. What team? I would. Oh, Don't lie and say the arrows now because you're feeling guilty. No, what team? <laughs> I grew up being. It's tough because I grew up being a Jays fan, but Fenway is something else. So yeah, I would play for the Red Sox. What position? Uh, I grew up playing in the field, but I think catch. I grew up catching a little bit, so but I built like to a catch. catcher. I mean, you know, a little bit of little yeah, a little bit of banter. Alejandro Kirk for the Jays, he's awesome. A uh, little bit of banter like behind the plate and whatnot, and maybe kind of built like a Jason Veritek, who was a Sox <laughs> yeah. Sox that's catcher a, for a long a time. Compliment. Uh, name the capital of Iceland. Reykjavik. Ooh, I'm a geography uh, ranger. Come on. And, and I've been, so. All right, smart guy. Who's the vice president of the United States of America? Uh, Miss Harris. Oh, okay. Vice president Harris. Right. This one you're going to, I know you're going to get wrong. Who's the mayor of Quincy? Um, it would be Mr. Koch. False. It is Josh Larson. Oh, Josh Larson. Haven't seen him with the fans. He is definitely the mayor of Quincy, Massachusetts. What was the final score in your in your conference victory over DC? Was it 29-7? I think it was 25-7. So you're have to, four points you're off. Get a demerit there. Uh, did you score a try versus DC? Uh, I was fortunate on the back of them all. Yes. All right. Who else scored the tries? For you guys, it would have. I guess Joe Johnson was called back. Um, Taniella Filamone, yes, 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 Michelle, Reese McDonald, LaRue Milan. Uh, I think we're only going with LaRue Milan. And... Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That'd be 28 there, yeah. So, yeah, yeah LaRue, I don't know why I saw Reese. I saw a ton of good pictures of uh, Reese online. I just assumed he's scoring, he's got the good feet. So, how many tackles did Mitch Jacobson make? Oh, what was it? It was 16. Vian had 14. Sorry, I have it at 17, and that segues to our next question. Are those are those the MLR stats, though, or is that? Yeah, is that, so they're suspect. It? They're suspect. Yeah, because the coding I find is different sometimes, so I wasn't sure. Okay, for the purposes of this show, this is what we're going with, okay, pal? You, you got the rider ahead of time. <laughs> I sent it to your agent. This is all established, okay? How many tackles did Legion scrum half Richard Judd having their win over Seattle. Scrum I'm gonna, half. I'm gonna, yeah, I saw I saw him, though. He was putting his body on the line. I'm going to say 14. He also had 17. Wow. All yeah, right. he, yeah, that was he, he had a good game. Okay. Will you take the shield with you on a Stanley Cup-type sojourn that would make Alex Ovechkin proud if you win? What did he take it around? Uh, he was in the fountain in, in his underwear in midday light with like four girls and five guys in Washington, D.C. It was it was epic. We've got our first request. If, if it happens, um, the guy, we, we, the course we golfed at today is owned by Jeremy Roenick. Um, and he said, if it ha if it happens, bring it to bring it to Pembroke uh, Golf Club. So, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, so hopefully it uh, hopefully that's the case and it'll it'll be good. So. I'll be free that day. Just <laughs> yeah. just to let you know. Yeah. All right. Final thoughts. What what are your what are your thoughts going into the match? Yeah, it's it's going to be an awesome opportunity. Obviously, uh, San Diego is an amazing team. Um, tons of good guys on their team. 
tons of firepower. So I think, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good fight. Our boys are up for it, and um, you know, it's uh, just kind of taking it all in. Really, it's we've had a good week of prep. Um, big day tomorrow, and then uh, off to Chicago. But uh, boys are prepared. Um, we were driving well on on Tuesday, and hopefully tomorrow is, is gonna be a good day. And yeah, we uh, we know it's going to be a big battle, big test. So, um, but we're ready. So it's going to be amazing. All right, and how cool is it playing against the likes of Abad Nanu? Yeah, that'll be very cool because I I never have. I mean, it'll be probably awesome for our centers going against arguably the best ever um, in the game. Uh, it's it's very cool. Um, hopefully, see some fellow Canadians as well. But no, um, he's uh, he's an ama- amazing player. So it'll be it'll be crazy being on the field with him. Are you worried about getting sued by the Red Sox for that logo on that hat looking awfully like the Red Sox? It looked, I had to look like three times to see that it wasn't just a B because it almost combines the F and J to make a B. Oh, that's maybe that's some good advertising. Potentially it does. Maybe I'll just I'll start doing same, that. It looks like the same font. I, I'm pretty sure that wasn't by accident. That's pretty. Shrewd. <laughs> you guys are pretty shrewd up there, and you're doing such a great job with rugby. I gotta I gotta tip my cap. And it, hey, I hate to do that. I'm a yeah. New Yorker, but it's it's. I love going up there. It's like a field of dreams for rugby for me. I wander in there, and I'm like, oh man, this is this is it. It's got to be so yeah. cool playing there. Yeah, organization, like, just like, yeah. If you had two hats off, you'd take two, right? Like, they're they're amazing. Um, they take care of us. Like, it's, we're super fortunate to be a part of an organization like that. They're, they do everything they can, making a day into a festival, Old Crow Medicine Show. Like, it's, what a, yeah, it's it's an amazing job. You, you couldn't say, you couldn't even think of a word to explain the, a whole day in one or a whole organization in, in one word. It's, you, you need, you need tons of complimenting words. They do such a good job. Well, I need the same amount of words to compliment you, sir, because you are awesome. I appreciate your time. Mr. McCarthy, thanks so much. We'll uh, we'll chat with you soon. All right, buddy. I'll see you in Chicago. Yes, sir. We'll see you around. All right, Mr. Andrew Quatrit, Not Quattrell. Not Quatrain. Quatrit of the, <laughs> I was going to say the Toronto Arrows, but he's not of the Toronto Arrows, of the New England Free Jacks. Thank you, sir. This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, Arn, to those of you that uh, know him intimately. Uh, Brian, welcome back. How are you? Hey, I'm just great. This last, just think, next, this time next week, the season will be over. Does it ever really end for us, though, Brian? There's no. so much after the season to talk about <laughs> things to cover, drafts yeah. and trades and teams coming in and all kinds of shifting about. So we're never going to, we don't rest, do we? Yeah, there's my summer vacations at the window. Who's gonna win? Man, this is a this is gonna be a good one. Do you really? Are you, are you? You're not even gonna do this, are you? You're not gonna. You're not gonna go against your your free jacks. 
Oh, I, I, I haven't even considered that. I mean, okay. All right. No, I, this is a, a good game. I mean, look what San Diego just did. They just showed their class. Uh, they beat the, the Free Jacks earlier this year. Um, so they do have that. But this is, I mean, New England's a much better team now. Um, man, this is a tough one to call. It, it, Does anybody have an advantage playing in Chicago? Uh, I mean, it's a shorter trip for New England. I'm not sure if that's going to be a, a, a significant, maybe a little bit, maybe a slight. It's only a, a one-hour difference for them. Two hours for San Diego, you know, maybe a little bit, a uh, little bit slight of an advantage to the Free Jacks, but I'm sure San Diego isn't going to show up ten minutes before game time, so I don't think that's going to be a, a massive factor in this one. It looks like the weather is going to behave, um, so that's good. It should uh, facilitate a great match. I think it's, it sounds like ticket sales are going reasonably well, so should be a decent turnout. I think there might be a few more New England fans though in Chicago than there will uh, San Diego fans, so certainly that helps them. Um, you know, and as for the game itself, these are both tremendous teams. I think, man, you know, I think New England has the tools to win, though. If you look at individually and you try to break it down that way, you're probably going to pick San Diego. I mean, they've got so much class, uh, talent up and down the roster, even without their captain, um, who I have to say was missed a little bit, but I mean, you know, the, the, that and back will they miss him again? Yeah, they, they might miss their leadership a little bit. You know, when you have to bring in a couple extra, but again, I mean, Dan Pryor didn't even play in that game and they can call him in if they want to. So maybe not that much. I mean, Michael Smith was superb off the bench. He's such a good player. I just had this, I really like the way the Free Jacks are playing as a team. They just, they, it doesn't matter who they got on the field. They all know exactly what they're supposed to yeah. do. That back row of Jacobson and Conradian, whether it's yeah. Johnston or, or Slade McDowell, doesn't seem to matter. They're outstanding. Good back row. Davidovitz has been playing out of his skin in the role that he plays uh, all season. Um, I, I really like how they're, they're playing as a, as a unit. I think they've got to get their set piece right. If they screw up their lineup and they give away possession of that San Diego side, that'll hurt them a lot. But if they have line speed and defense, they win their set pieces. Um, I, I think the Free Jacks can pull this one off. Ooh. 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 Wow. He's keeping it in the division. He's keeping it in the conference, folks. That's a Torontonian fan, or I guess, yeah, we'll call, we'll call you a Torontonian. You're an honorary to Torontonian, Brian. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I gotta, I'm gotta. I'm, I'm leaning New England right now, but closer to the game. I want to look at the lineups. I want to study those lineups. I want to see who's banged up uh, because this could be a very, very exciting game, and it's the best matchup that the league could want. You know, this is what all the pro teams – salivate over a new england versus a, a loss a california southern california perfect combination you you can really sell this one and I, i'm really looking forward to this match all right final thoughts brian here we are it's, it's been a season it's been a season and uh you know at the beginning of the season who did i pick i think it was san diego and new york well didn't quite pan out there's the, the free jacks you know throwing one in my face for not picking them um, so maybe that's why I have to pick them now, you know, because I, I, I doubted them towards the beginning of the season. But again, 
you know, Scott Matthew as a coach has just proven that even with all the turnover that they did have, they had a lot of guys back, but they had a lot of new faces in this team, remember? Yeah. And they've all performed superbly. Uh, so I think you have to give them a lot of credit. And Danny Lee from day one obviously has had a plan and San Diego's just delivered in spades. I mean, what a, the best regular season we've ever seen from any team in MLR. So you, you couldn't write, you, you, you nailed it. I mean, you couldn't write a better script for this final. Absolutely the two best teams that we've ever seen, I think, in, in MLR. Uh, I mean, you know, maybe LA fans would argue that, but uh, on paper, on the, you know, as far as the records go, as far as their their records in the regular season and up to this point and their winning streaks, these are the two best teams that we've seen in yeah. MLR. And so this is going to be a massive game. Uh, it's going to be fantastic whether you're there in person or watching, you know, on, on the rugby network or on television or wherever. Uh, this is going to be a good one. On that note, thank you to Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning. Thank you to Andrew Quatrin of the New England Free Jackson. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including the critically acclaimed The Rugby Odds, our college rugby wrap-up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Please sign up for our weekly newsletter and tell your friends. And please join our American Red Cross blood donor team.